We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello and thank you for tuning in to episode 86 of Married Millennials. We hope all of you had an amazing Thanksgiving weekend. I know we definitely enjoyed our first vegan Thanksgiving. Yeah, we we actually got into the kitchen, made some delicious grub. The greens, black-eyed peas, and cheese grits were my favorite. They were on point. The mashed potatoes were really good. So on the menu was greens, candied yams, black-eyed peas, grits, cornbread, mashed potatoes. Yeah. And that was it. I feel like we're missing something. That's what I feel like we're missing something too. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Yeah. Although there's something there's something yeah. that is that is not there. Yeah. So we had that. That was our plate. The first meatless, meatless Thanksgiving, and it was very delicious. And this is the first time Joy and I have ever stepped into the kitchen to prepare Thanksgiving mm-hmm. food, regardless if it was vegan or non-vegan. And it was actually kind of enjoyable. And I actually have a lot more respect for those who prepare meals, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, or any other holidays, these massive feasts for families. Because we were in the kitchen for a good, what, five, five hours? Five hours at least. Be- on Wednesday and Wednesday then actual Thanksgiving and, yeah. morning. Yeah. Would you say that, that your stance has changed on the potluck situation? No, then? my stance has not changed on potlucks. I said I have a greater respect for those who, have, who cook the food. Because there are some people who thoroughly enjoy being in the kitchen. I didn't mind being in the kitchen for those five hours preparing the food because I was sampling along the way and I was getting excited as the food was coming together because it looked good, it smelled good. Right. So there was a sense of satisfaction that was associated with the cooking. So, But my, my stance has not changed on potlucks. I'm still not a fan of potlucks. And for those of you who follow us on Instagram, I put a poll out there and I said, am I bougie for... I said, no, I think the question was... Am I the only one who does not like potlucks? And one side said, hell no, I'm with you. And the other side just said, bougie ass. And 62% of people said I was a bougie ass. Yep. So I am definitely the majority. <laughs> in the minority yeah. when it comes to potlucks. But I, at least it was close. It was almost 60 You're not alone, though. That's no. what we learned, is that you're not alone. That's what I said. It was almost 60-40. But you 60, are, you're 40. on the wrong side of history. Okay, that's fine. I could be on the wrong side of history. Yeah. But, but it was funny, is I did get a text from one of my friends who said, Jay, I completely feel you now on this potluck because I have to get ready for one tonight, and I'm really upset. I was like, <laughs> see, I'm telling you. But, I mean, I, I get it. There are circumstances because there's people who – was the comment section was lit up the entire week, and there's also people who sent a few DMs you know, giving examples on why potlucks are necessary. And I'm not saying yeah. that you know, my opinion is one size fits all. Of course, there's always – situations where things may change and you have to do potlucks, I get it. I was just solely expressing my opinion and I'm glad other people chimed in. I feel like your opinion is the way it is because of how you grew up. Like, that's it. That, that is, that's, that's, that's probably the very only true. reason. There's literally no other reason. I give you no other excuse other than that. Well, you can, you can say what you like. But we, we enjoyed ourselves. It was, it was a nice weekend. I feel like I, this was the slowest that Thanksgiving weekend has ever gone for me. And I had to work this weekend as well. Mm-hmm. But even then, I was just like, man, it's only Saturday. It's only Sunday. I just felt like I had a long four-day weekend. I agree with that. I, I, there was kind of like an easing into this week. Yeah, which was yeah. which was nice. Because usually it, it doesn't happen. Just yeah. move. You're like, okay, it's Monday. Damn, we're back to work. 
And you're like, where's the, the holiday at? Well, the- and I think because, well, for me, at least I end up having to see multiple family members. So it's like Thursday, Friday and Saturday are dedicated to, to- seeing people. And so then I only ever get Sunday. And then by then I'm preparing for the week. But we were able to see. Most yeah, we, people- we condensed it this year. Yeah, we, Thursday and Friday. We just had to attack it. We saw Joy's mom or excuse me, Joy's dad's side of the family Thanksgiving afternoon. And then we went to her mom's side of the family Thanksgiving night. And then I saw my second set of parents, as I like to call them, Friday morning. And then I went to my parents' house Friday afternoon and evening. Yeah. So we just it was beautiful. stacked it all together. Yeah. I was a little tired. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep before 9 o'clock on Sunday. But that's neither here or there. Yeah. But it was just right. nice to be able to, to go and see everyone and then still have your, your weekend. Because that is the only downside of the holidays. The long you spend so you much time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You spend so much time traveling and moving. And then when you have a second to decompress, there is no time to decompress. Right. And it's a shame to even say this, but I remember talking about Thanksgiving last week and talking about Thanksgiving this weekend as I never really gave thanks for the things that I'm thankful for this year. We got so caught up in the, in the food conversation because that's what Thanksgiving is associated with nine out, of time, nine out of ten times is food, grub, 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 and family. And I just want to take a second and, and recognize a few people and feelings that you know, I'm thankful for this year. I'm most definitely thankful for my wife for sticking around with me for these last almost 10 years because that is a a strong testament to joy (laughs) because I'm not an easy person to deal with and those who know me on a personal level will agree. And I'm sure there's some of you who know me just through this podcast. are like, "Mm, Justin, you might be a little different. So I'm I'm definitely thankful for you. For all my friends and family, I just lump you guys together because my friends really are like my family. And I grew up in a a tight-knit group. So for my friends and family, I appreciate you guys just for rocking with me forever how long it's been some of you guys it's been life some it's been 10 15 20 years you know it's, it's nice to be able to have a close group of people who you can talk to and a sidebar to that shout out to all the group chats out there <laughs> i know there's so many of us who have our individual group chats with groups of people and i thoroughly thrive off of my group chats it's like there's just those bright spots of the day where you see something online and you just like boom here we go like we have an I, we have an instagram group chat I have a few group chats with friends, and then I have my family group chat. It's enjoyable. And Joy and I are in a lot of group chats through people that we've met through Love Jays. And there's something about the dynamics of a group chat that are just much more enjoyable and livelier than a regular text message conversation. I think because you're not solely responsible for the conversation, right? Because I fall off of a lot of text message conversations. All of your text message conversations. All of them. I'll be like, oh, I didn't respond to this, and it's eight days later. So, But on a group chat, it blows up enough that you can you and you can just chime in. There's no pressure on you. You just you can either be an observer or a participant, and it's just fun. Yeah, and I have my work group chat. I mean, so shout out to to all the group chats, all the people that are in the group chats who just bring small amount of joy throughout my days. I appreciate you guys. I definitely appreciate all of you listeners who tune in every Tuesday or every week to listen to the the latest show. As you said, the top of the show, this is episode 86, and there are some of you guys out there who have listened to all 86 episodes, and we do not take that lightly at all. No. It is a it is a an unbelievable feeling of gratitude that we just appreciate you guys because as we continue to grow this platform, we know those of you who have been with us since the very beginning. And again, we can't say thank you enough. I'm also thankful for my health as another good year 
of, of being healthy. Speaking of that, I need to call and make my physical appointment today because I need <laughs> to make sure that gets done by the end of the year because most insurances allow you to get one free physical every year. Got to make sure my heart is, is right. And I'm actually excited to see my blood results since switching my diet seeing that I've, I've gone predominantly plant-based since February. just want to see how my body feels. So I'm just, again, I'm just thankful for, for all of you guys, for everyone out there. It's, a, it's an exciting time, and as Christmas approaches, you know, I was talking to Joy as well, and I'm sure she'll give thanks, but I just wanted to get this thought moving. As I'm saying, you know, what I'm thankful for is we're preparing for Christmas. You know, I was talking with Joy, and I said, I don't, I don't really have this year anything that I want. I just think the the older I'm becoming and, you know, you see the blessings that you get throughout the life. I mean, just having people rock with our show on a weekly basis has genuinely filled me up. Mm-hmm. And to, so when I'm sitting here asking, like, what do I need? Oftentimes we ask for stuff to fill the void of what is missing in our life, whether that's personal relationships, whether that's love, whether that's friendships or it's health and happiness. We use physical items to fill our emotional gaps. And this is you know, really the first year where I, I don't have any emotional gaps. So when I'm trying to put together a list of things is that there's nothing that this one thing can buy me that's going to bring me great joy. And it's actually exciting to be on that end uh, this Christmas season. I love giving. I love, I spoil my family all the time and joy, much to, to joy chagrin. It's not to my chagrin. You're just ridiculous. <laughs> like absolutely ridiculous. I, I know I, I do go ham, but like I said, it's my one time of year to to show love it. to the I people do like who that show love you. to me. You know, throughout yeah. the year. You know, but I, I genuinely asked for two things this Christmas. I want a a nice travel bag because I am on a plane ten to fifteen times a year. So just one of those nice travel duffel bags that you know that look fashionable that you can rock with sweats and a hoodie, but you can right. also have or with a suit. You want to look dope in the airport. Yeah, I want to look clean it. in the airport. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to I want to look fresh. And and then I, I asked for the 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 new book by about President Obama by the White House photographer Peter Souza, I believe. So those are the only two things I asked for for Christmas and usually my list is ridiculous. Yeah. And then I I put some other things on my on my list cuz my parents were like, "What do you want?" And again, it's like I I I don't want anything. So I thank you guys again for giving me that emotional satisfaction. I thank my wife and well as my friends and family for being able to fill me up and realizing that you know, the physical things in life are just not as important to me right now. No, they're, they're just that. I mean, you can't take them with you, right? I feel like everything is about soul development. And I think what I'm most grateful for is growth. I'm so grateful for growth because growth has allowed me to appreciate all that I have, the people that I have in my life, the experiences that I've had, and being able to view those experiences and those people with a a, a more mature perspective. I, I don't know. I feel like when you're, even as something, something as simple as seeing my grandparents, you know, when you're younger and you see your grandparents, you're like, oh, hey, you know, grandma and grandpa. And I'm looking like, man, I'm 28 years old and I still get to hang out with my grandparents. That's huge. No, it's very, that's, that's huge. Like, that's no big. small thing. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm grateful for things like that. I'm, I'm happy for my life path. I'm grateful for you. I mean, obviously. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Listen, but I deal with you, but you deal with me too. <laughs> that, that is very true. I, I've always had, and I, I mean, I believe this. God, God puts people in your life for a reason, but I genuinely think he put us together early because he's like, you know what? This is just your person. We're not going to waste any time. Like, <laughs> Joy, here's Justin. Justin, here's Joy. Have a blast. So, and, and 
on the note of growth, I am thankful for the growth that we have had together. Most definitely. Like the growth of that we've had as a couple has been kind of beautiful to see. Yeah, it's been a good year. Yeah. It's nice to know that you can work with another person in, in, in your life's journey. That's no small feat. So, And I'm also thankful for my, my therapist, my therapy sessions. I've, I've attended three and I have two more to go. And that's my final five. It was, a, I guess, a five session package deal yeah if you can call it that and you know even though i only i still have a few more to go just those three sessions and i I believe i've told joy and a few other people is it was the first time in life where you have the opportunities just say whatever you want and have no qualms about saying it when you vent to someone oftentimes the person who's on the receiving end of your vent knows the person that you're venting about Mm -hmm. so there is a there's a natural bias that is associated with the listening ear in which we are venting to and when i went and just had this conversation with the therapist it was nice i didn't really i knew i had a lot to say but it was just nice to be able to just let the conversation come out and flow and really say what I wanted, and then have someone else who doesn't know me personally at all, hasn't met any of the people in which who I'm, who I'm speaking about, just to say, okay, well, why do you feel like this? And, and then being able to associate you know, these thoughts and feelings with certain behaviors and finding ways to work through it. And now I have found myself when I have my emotional reactions or I, I start getting perturbed as I often do, I kind of go back to little places and say, okay, well, what is causing this? It's just forced, it's added another step in my emotional reasoning. Mm-hmm. And I would say the emotional tone just is, is fairly high. But this, again, just gave me another step into processing my emotions. And, and, it, and it's, a, it's been great. And, I, and again, I know, you know therapy in the black community is such a, a taboo topic. I remember you know, when I went home and, and my parents said, therapy? And then, you know, my dad didn't say anything, but I, he didn't have to say anything because I know my father very well. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to try it. And I just want to see what it's like. And, and I can confidently say that it is very healthy for anyone to just go and talk. Mm-hmm. And, and unfiltered. And that to me, that's what it was. I didn't expect that. I was like, okay, you're going to come try to help me. And it wasn't a, it's not a help session. You Well, yeah, there, I mean, yes, you can say it is a help session. But for me, it was a relief session just to be able to get all these thoughts and feelings that I have held in for a long time, just to talk. And whether we, we didn't come to a solution about a particular thing, I just wanted to say it. Right. I just needed to get it out of my mouth and put it in the world and release it off of my spirit. And that, you don't understand the emotional weight that that carries. You have no idea until it's gone. Yep. And so it's, it, it, it's a, I, I strongly encourage it because it is, it is genuinely just a conversation. It is not this scary thing that everyone makes it out to be. Is that, oh, my gosh. You know, I feel like when I thought of therapy, like you paint this morbid room and you're strapped to a chair and it was like, what is wrong with you? And they got this microscope and they're bearing down <laughs> saying, I'm judging you, I'm judging you, I'm judging you. And that's the complete opposite. It's like, okay, so let's talk. Well, why do you feel that way? Oh, that's interesting. Let's ask a few follow-up questions. Maybe we can connect some dots. Okay, great. Your time's up. We'll talk next week. Right. Well, damn. Great. That's that's all it is. I tell most people it it takes about four sessions, and you're good for most problems. The other things take longer, obviously, like real trauma or something. But if you're just having a hard time dealing or you just need what I like to call a two-dup, 
four sessions, you're good. Yeah, and you're I feel, and I feel good with my three where I'm at. I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to my final two, and I'm gonna try to wrap those up by the end of the year. But you're good. But I, I I'm in a yeah. much better place because I just know I was like, man, I just need to say some things. Yeah, I just need to get some things off my chest. Well, this is why I've always said is that a lot of people are walking around carrying around things that they absolutely do not have to carry. There is a way. To get rid of, you know, bag lady, get rid of those bags, get rid of them. There, there's a way. I think a lot of things feel like they're permanent, like, oh, this thing happened or this person pissed me off or I just permanently feel this way. This is just my personality. And it turns out none of those things are true. Your personality isn't even set. Your, the way you respond to things is not set. Nothing is set. So you, there is a better life available to you mentally and I just think that it's foolish not to take advantage of that if you have the opportunity to I know that you know it's not everyone can afford to go to therapy or not everybody has a way to get there but if you do I encourage it and Justin now encourages it yeah I, I mean honestly I am grateful for this <laughs> that really because how long have I been just, years yeah because it just you know in Yanla but not in Yanla <laughs> fixed <laughs> my life okay so it was just the way to go yeah you sometimes you, you need to just get that get that kind of stuff off your chest and 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 some of it is not even negative you don't even know you just need to care you just, no. need, you just need to say it well you said something good about connecting the dots because there's a way that we process things as individuals. Everybody has a system, right? And most of our systems are pretty flawed and we're not looking at the full scope of things. So I feel like therapy helps you look at the full scope of something and your role in it and how you can do better so that you can have a better experience. Like that's all it really is. It's about having a better experience. And connecting dots. I like It's a dot connector. So don't look at therapy as a fixture. Look at it as a a dot connector. Right. Yes. It's like you have all these pieces of the puzzle and they help you put it together. So shout out to shout out to 2017. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy for 2017. Yeah. It really was uh, a year of growth. It was. <laughs> it was definitely a year yeah. of growth. Uh, mental health, physical health. We actually went to the gym Thanksgiving day oh, and yeah. the day after Thanksgiving. Which you would I have, day after. Which I, I have down. never done yeah. in my however many years of living. I have not done that. I used to see people on social media like, oh, i got to earn these calories. I was like, yeah, you're foolish. Until I woke up Thanksgiving day and was like, I need to earn these calories. <laughs> you know, yeah. So. I work out most Thanksgiving mornings only because even if it's just a jog, you're about to consume so much food. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, you got to get your metabolism moving because working out helps you digest things faster. So, yeah, no, you got to do it. I mean, you don't have to, but I recommend it. <laughs> Christmas morning, we in there? No, I doubt we'll be able we to do Christmas, Christmas morning. morning. We yeah. start so early. Like, we start our unwrapping ceremony at 6 o'clock in You're the morning, right. and then we're on the road. Like, there's no... There's no chance, right. and you know I don't I don't like afternoon evening workouts. They just they don't. We work. don't have any time for that anyway. Yeah, just, yeah, just I don't like it. You got to find that's the thing working out. You got to find a system that works for you. And I was so anti working out because the only thing that I had knew working out my entire life was playing basketball, and I had practice, and it was a part of a schedule, and I knew every single day what that schedule looked like. So when that schedule was no longer there, I then had to find something. And I spent years trying to figure it out. And then I found out if I don't get it first thing in the morning, I'm not working out. It's just that is, that's it. Yes, yeah. I may have time other parts of the day, but it's just, it is not going to work. Yeah. Because first thing in the it morning, it's not fit my schedule. I got to wake up first thing in the morning, go to the gym, check it off my list, sets up the rest of the day. All right. Respect. I got you. Speaking of Christmas, it looks like it, Christmas threw up in our living room. <laughs> 
I put lights everywhere, like to the everywhere. Point. <laughs> this <laughs> is an electrical hazard. <laughs> yeah, it looks like outside, inside. You know how you see those yards that are just lit up. That's that's the inside of our home right now. But I think I just I was feeling festive. You know, d- call call back last week's episode, speaking about the divorce and how I I'm feeling good this year about Christmas and Thanksgiving really well. So uh, as Justin mentioned, I was able to see both of my parents and I'm just, I don't have any more hangups. So it's really nice. And I'm, I'm really diving into the holiday spirit. And yes, there are lights everywhere. Everywhere. I, I genuinely want to tell you all the places where we have lights. So Joy has stumbled. On every wall. That's all you no, have to say. Joy, on every wall. No, no, no. I, I need to give you guys a vivid picture. Oh Joy has strong lights on both of the main windows in the living room, yeah. around the door of our home, around the entertainment console mm-hmm. beneath our TV, mm-hmm. along the bar cart, mm-hmm. along the entire <laughs> you main, saw the bar cart yes, <laughs> along the entire main wall where our couch is, where there's there's really no place to hang, but she just got these little command strips and hung them. So we have literally a row of lights against a they're a the blank icicle wall, lights too against a complete blank wall. Yeah, she put lights around our kitchen window. You saw this. She put lights <laughs> above our bed and around our bedroom window. Yeah. What are you doing? We live in a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. Everywhere. We li- you hear that. We and we have our Christmas tree. A one-bedroom apartment. Oh, okay. And we have our Christmas tree that has lights on. I was just like, babe. She turned out all the lights, closed the windows. I was like, it looks like daytime in here. <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's funny because our electrical bill is going to be ridiculous. Oh, and no, I forgot not. the the side table that's by the window yeah. and the other table that's by the couch. So literally everywhere that there, there is real everywhere. estate, there's lights. The only thing there's not lights on my dining room table, but she has a decorative Christmas tree on the dining room table. There's lights everywhere. You, do you like the Christmas tree? Because I was like, this this is the only part of the house that looks like Christmas isn't happening. So I put the little tree on there. Yeah. There's light. There, how can you say it's the only part of the house where it doesn't look like it? You, our home is illuminated by Christmas lights right now. I, I'm, I know. I'm feeling it. And I'm mad because <laughs> so I was doing the tree last night, putting the lights on there. I was like, should I do one more row? <laughs> I was like, no, you're probably good. And then the other window that I didn't do was the bathroom window. We're n- no. It gets steamy in the No. I know. That's why I didn't do it. See, this is my, I'm glad, I'm glad my festive <laughs> wife is back, that she's excited to celebrate the holidays, but I didn't realize that in celebrating the holidays a little more that I was going to have daylight during the evening in my home. Via she put the wreath light. on the door. She's got bells on all the doorknobs. I'm I just do. like, I can't, I can't even Doesn't walk anywhere. Doesn't it sound like Christmas? Do you guys put bells on your doorknobs? It sounds like Christmas. I or, can't even, or like, you know. I can't walk anywhere. I'm just door. noise galore. Between <laughs> the dogs shaking and barking, bells on the doors. <laughs> I'm, I'm just inundated with noise for the next month. Yep. It's it's cheerful and cheerful noise, and also that gift lights up too. That, oh my God. That, that. <laughs> so when you guys, those Light who know us, who have a chance to come over during the holidays, you're gonna look and say, "Joy, this is absolutely ridiculous." We'll take a video. We'll do a video. So this you guys is absurd. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm just I'm pumped. It's the holiday season. Everything's good. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. And I spent the whole weekend watching those. So first of all, Saturday, I didn't get out of bed. I Well, I did to get, I got an acai bowl. Justin and I are uh, obsessed with acai bowls right now. Yeah, it's a really bad obsession. And they're not cheap. Because like, it's that's depleting my bank account rapidly. I'm actually surprised. Every time you say you're getting one, 
I'm surprised. But then I don't feel guilty when I get one. Well, because we don't have a, a breakfast alternative right now. No. And I, I'm over smoothies. <laughs> we were right. eating overnight oats forever, and then they overnight. were breaking out our face like crazy. Because the almond butter. So now, and I just haven't prepared. I know there's other quick breakfast options, but I, I'm just not sold right now. So driving to the smoothie store and getting an acai bowl is much easier. It's filling, and it's delicious. But it's costing way too much money a month. Right. Eventually, we'll change. Yeah. Maybe. And we'll start making our own bowls at home. But that's what I that's what we really need to do. And we did we asked for vegan breakfast recipes and people sent them our way. But the problem is that those things take time. We need something we can just grab in the morning. And I know everyone's gonna be like, do a smoothie. Like I'm over smoothies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, here's your we green. We could smoothie. make our own acai bowls, but then like those acai packets, they don't come with a lot. So it's like you still have to buy. I don't know, we'll see. It's cheaper than buying it at the store, but anyway. But I was so anyway on for on Saturday. I stayed in bed the whole day, and you know those Hallmark ro- romance Chris, Christmas romance movies. I watched them all weekend, <laughs> all weekend. Like what was it? Mistletoe in, and I watched Christmas Prince. That was a Netflix one. So I watched a few Mar Vista, a few Hallmark. I was all over the place. One Lifetime. I mean, it was just you are thoroughly in the Christmas spirit. Ah. Uh, I just, that stuff is my bread and butter. And I never realized, because I did this last year too. I was watching all the holiday movies. I never realized, and actually, before we got married, I spent, so I spent my last Sunday as a married, or as a single gal, sitting in bed, eating hot Cheetos, watching Lifetime movies the whole day. And I, that is a memory <laughs> that I will just forever You, you talk about me being that old man? Yeah. <laughs> You talk about me being an old man. You are becoming that old woman real quickly. Oh, I spent my day watching Lifetime movies. But the whole, because it's such a comfort. I don't know if everybody else or anybody else has had this experience, but I feel like growing up, like a rainy day was a Lifetime day. Or I I feel like a lot of women probably identify with this. They're just, they're they're kind of awful, but also good. You know, they, they, they hit you just right. They hit you just right. So that's how I spent... Basically, the majority of my weekend, that and decorating, ran a couple of errands, and I relaxed. Ugh, it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I could do it for another three days. <laughs> I really could. Well, I'm glad you're relaxed. I'm yeah. glad you have, you're, you're feeling more festive than that. Our house is completely lit up. So that means we'll, we'll look forward to an exciting Christmas day. We still got to do all of our Christmas shopping because we have done absolutely zero of it. Yeah. Every year I say, oh, yeah, we're going to Christmas shop throughout the year, and it just never happens. And Black Friday is something I refuse to participate in because it's reckless. And I said I was going to look online, but I never do because you're just overwhelmed with options. And then again, maybe just because my mindset, I'm not feeling attached to stuff right now, so I don't have the motivation to go look for stuff. You kind of have to know what you're getting unless you go to a physical store. And you just see a deal in a bucket, like, oh, it's $10 for this thing. Yes, you have to be intentional with your Black Friday shop. Like, oh, I've always needed this kind of can opener, and now (laughs) it's, you know, $5.99. I'm going to get it. But other than that, if you don't know exactly what you're looking for, it's a waste. But I will say, so I ran errands on Sunday. There was no one out. Nobody. And I think because the majority of the sales had calmed down or were over, and people were probably at home decorating or just sleep. Yeah, because sa- Saturday, was that was not the case. Because when I was driving past the Citadel outlets, oh, my goodness. And they had police escorts, park. I mean, it was, yeah. it was disgusting. Like, the off-ramp to get off the freeway to loop into the outlets. I was like, this is it's too much. This yeah. is just it's way too much. There's too many people. 
I just get I get anxiety thinking. I about will it. say my view on I God, I feel like I cannot go an episode without bringing up veganism, but it's just <laughs> it's just the truth that my attitude towards consumerism has changed since I changed my diet because it made me question like what else am I just doing to do and buying things was one of those things. It really was. So it's not that I don't enjoy buying things for people. Oh, I still you like buying get, things for myself. I like I like nice things. But not things. like useless, useless things. Like Correct. they need to serve some kind of purpose. Like right now, all I want is crystals. I want all the crystals. <laughs> I ask for essential oils and essential oil diffuser. Like, you know, I just... Apothecary or what? Uh, apothecary kit. There it is. Like I just... I, which is like, you know, natural remedies, medicine. I, I just want... Stuff that is good for me. That's that's it. I've been burning incense like a mofo. Crazy. Walking in my house choking. Yeah. I was like, what is all this smoke burning? Joy's uh, yes. meditating with her headphones on. I said, what is happening? I love <laughs> meditating with incense. Because I, I was I'm also grateful for meditation because that has just that's changed my life. It really has. Like I did yoga yesterday and I actually got through the whole thing and the whole the yoga started with a meditation. And in the moment I started feeling like, Ugh, maybe I don't feel like doing this. She said, if you're feeling fidgety or thinking of turning to another video, really ground yourself in that feeling. Ask yourself why and push through it. I was like, dang, this woman knows my life. Because I did it. It was a YouTube yoga, but... I digress. Consumerism is just the worst. So I'm not, I'm not super into Black Friday either. Even though I Cyber Monday, Black Friday, you should you should look in case you can get a good deal. But you don't need to be obsessed with it. And I'm not sitting in eight hours of traffic just to go buy a purse that no, I always wanted. No, not worth it at all. No. I wanted to touch on something that has kind of presented itself a few times throughout various conversations I've had with couples and. It's kind of surprising to me because it's something that is at the center of our relationship and our marriage, and that's teamwork with, within our marriage. A, a lot of people who I've spoke with, and again, marriage to each his own, everyone operates on a different wavelength, a different bandwidth, different expectations, who does what. So again, I'm, this is not a, a, a judgment or saying the way you're doing things is wrong. But in a lot of conversations I've had with people, I... I'm seeing a lot less of the teamwork that I expected to be there within a marriage. And as someone who has been on a team his entire life, that's all I know is teamwork, teamwork. You know, teamwork makes the dream work. I say it probably 10 times a week to joy. Probably, yeah, we say it to each other. Yeah, we do. We do. And then we high five. <laughs> it's just like because I've, I've realized that in, in life, and I think we all understand this, is in life we are capable of only doing so much is there a f- there's people who are blessed with amazing talents and amazing gifts but they oftentimes need the help of someone else or multiple people to help bring their gifts and a talent into in, into fruition and i feel like that when it comes to our marriage is there's people who do things well within a relationship. Joy does some things much better than I do things. I do things some things much better than Joy does things. And we've never been caught up in, in the roles of saying, okay, this is your job and this is specifically your job. There are specific tasks that we gravitate towards you know, throughout our marriage. And, and, and again, that's a, a natural thing based on your strengths and, and your weaknesses or your little habits. But the, the thing that I am very grateful for within our marriage is, is we have no issue relying on each other to make our marriage work, to make Love Jays work, to make 
you know, everything work. And, and, and I just am very appreciative of that. And I'm surprised with a lot of the conversations I have with people who reference a lot of I talk or me talk and exclusive talk. And then there are times where, yeah, we have to do things, but it's not this constant togetherness. Like if you interact with us, you'll see, oh, you got to you got to ask Justin, make sure this makes sense. So let me talk to Joy to let's see, it's make, let's see if this makes sense. Or babe, what is your, your take on this? We do a lot of things together. And I think at some points too, it can hurt us because it, it causes a delay. Because for example, we, and we had to do some work with Love Jays and I was expecting Joy's help on this particular project. <laughs> and I'm like, where are you at? And so we delivered it about three, four weeks later than I had wanted to. And then I explained to her and I was like, look, like this is a this is a team thing, and I did all of this work by myself, and I'm not really feeling this. Right. I need your help. We approach this life together as a team, and I want to be a part of a team. And again, a, a, a multiple people is oftentimes greater than just one. Mm-hmm. So come on, Shadi. Right. I want to say too, all, we've always been pretty good at teamwork, but we're just now, I think, really settling into the strengths and weaknesses part, like really embracing that. Uh, and I think that it can be hard, too, when your strength is something that is harder work. Like, even your strength is finances. That's a lot harder than, I don't know. what oh, Grocery gosh. shopping. <laughs> Running is Marin's. Right, no, I, I, was, I was trying to set, do something. That's a, so you refuse to clean the bathroom, right? You've always refused to clean the bathroom. Correct. And, but something like... Gosh, this sounds so like the patriarchy is in our marriage, but that, but it's not because right. it's genuinely your strength. I won't say cleaning the bathroom is my strength, but it is not. It's let's, for lack of a better word, say it's your weakness, right? You're just Correct. like eh. not doing it. You yeah, you really don't. And even when you do, it's like not like you really have to clean the bathroom. And to be honest, something about me does like. Exactly. You gravitate to things that that you like and that you don't like. Right. So, but like I said, those things aren't evenly keeled. And there's things that are like like that for me. Like, okay, this is more work or this is harder to do, but cool. I'm going to do it. I I think where we struggled at first is you would, um, remember you used to always bring up to me the things that I wasn't doing. Yes. It was like, you're not doing it. You're not doing it. You're not, and I used to say strength and weaknesses, strength and weaknesses. And the thing is, I couldn't even, it's hard for me to even list out the things that I do because I don't even think about them. I just, I do them. I just do them. You know, when it comes to teamwork, because I think what people might struggle with is it being even. Yeah, that is, that is definitely a battle. And, and that's where it goes to comparing you know, the finances to cleaning the bathroom. Right. Depending on the scale, you can look at that very different. And I did struggle with that in the beginning of our marriage. It was like, look at all these things that let go left undone that I'm having to do. I mean, even something so simple as yesterday, when I come home and Joy's like, I just want to relax. She's like, oh, can you go out here and I'll grab this stuff from the garage? And then I needed the Christmas decorations. There were some things that need to get taken to the trash can that weren't. And I'm just like, man, like you've been home all day. I've been gone all day Saturday, all day Sunday. And immediately I come home and there's multiple things that you could have done that you didn't do. And I was, you know, and beforehand, I would have been significantly annoyed. And I would have counted that as, oh, here goes something else that you didn't do and something else that Justin has to do. And now I just say, you know what? It, it is what it is. <laughs> you, 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 you find your parts and you pick your spots and you, you realize that it, it just works. And once you stop counting, 
the good good things really can happen. Right. And to be fair, those Christmas decorations were high up, and I am accident prone. I have learned that about myself. And I just jammed my finger not too long ago, and you guys, it hurt so bad and for weeks after. So I'm trying to be more careful and just smarter about the way I'm doing things. And I said, I want the Christmas decorations out the garage plenty of daylight. Joy, you should just go out there and get it. Then I thought, you know what? They're kind of heavy and they're high up and there's all that stuff in the way. And you're accident accident prone. You don't want to smush your face because that's something that I would probably do. You know how you lift something up and it's like, boom. Has that happened to you a lot before? No, because I'm tall. Right. Okay. So anyway, so when Justin got home, I was like, hey, before you get in your shower... Because how mad would you have been if you showered? Very annoyed. You would have been so heated. So I was like, before you get in your shower. And you still took it pretty well. You didn't blow up. But I could see that like on the inside you were Correct. like, damn it. Just handle it. Yeah. Like, you're in bed all day. I'm, I'm working all day. I was in bed all day. I ran errands. Okay, whatever. See, exactly. See, if we want to keep score, <laughs> yeah. I went to the grocery store. I found the recipes for this week, blah, blah, blah. So that's the thing is like we're, we all do things that we... Or we both do things that we excel at. And I think that that's really the key. That's the key, is letting your partner do something that he or she is good at. And in the areas where maybe you're both not very good, you can partner up. But but I want to say, because I don't, th- like with the finances, you say like, look at the finances. What could I have done to contribute? You just wanted me to look. That's it. I didn't, I'm not asking yeah. you to contribute. I'm yeah. asking you to be aware of something. Right. That is very different. Yeah, there's and no I can still get that, better with that. There's, there's no work required. That's yeah. not even a teamwork thing. That's just being responsible. I did just look not too long ago because I wanted to spend some money. I can't remember on what. And I'm like, ah, let me see what we're working with. Yeah, so I, so and, I, and that's I, all I looked. Takes. I know, yeah. but, but you know, back to my original point of, of I wanted to bring this topic up. It's because I encourage those of you who are in marriages and relationships to start incorporating a little more we into the conversation. Because uh, this is something that I that I hold very strongly within our marriage is, is I want there to be even footing. I want you to, I don't want, I don't want to wake up one day and joy feels like she's doing too much. And I don't want to wake up one day and I feel like I'm doing too much. Cause what happens is that's the first step to resentment. resentment. And I do not want any resentment within our marriage. And as you get older and you start experiencing life, I'm sure there's things that we are not hip to that are going to tip the scale at some point. Um, but it was just a little surprising to me and some conversations I've had with, with close people hearing the exclusivity talk throughout the conversation. And it's like, okay, I, I mean, that works for you. But I, I, from what I've seen... But and, it's also not. <laughs> no, it's like from, you know, from what I've seen in my experience in life and talking to other people, those who use the, the togetherness, the we, and are willing to do things as a team have found more success in the long run. Yeah, because I, I think you're in it for both of you to win. Because if you're just looking at, at it from a me, me, me perspective, then just you're looking at it for you, you, you to win. When it's we, 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 we're going to win. On a final note, I wanted to bring up the power of apologizing. I think that we talk a lot about the power of forgiveness. And I don't know why this is on my heart to speak about today. I feel like, you know, when you're in church and the pastor goes, this message is for somebody. That's how I feel today is that I... I think that oftentimes we go without apologizing to people when we're in the wrong. And and it's a pride issue. Our pride's in the way. And you think, well, I'm not apologizing, even though you know that you did something. Because a lot of interactions are a reaction, right? Somebody is reacting to something that you did. Or or, said. Yes. or, Or vice versa. Whatever. Most fallouts in life are just reactive. And... 
I had a situation where, you know, the relationship never really mended. And for a long time, I was so focused on what this person did wrong. Oh, they did this, they did that, they did this. Well, as time went on, I realized, you know, I kind of, I did this. Oh, I did that too. Ooh, and I did this. And I just, I had to sit with myself for a little. Then, after I acknowledged all my wrongdoing, I still sat with that. I didn't, and I didn't say anything to this person because I felt like, well, they're not really sorry. So do I need to, do I need to express my apology? And it was kind of like, well, no, we, I don't need to open that door. I'll just be sorry, but I don't need to let them know. And eventually, I don't know, I don't feel like it was eating me up. I think actually I heard something that said apologize to people. Maybe that's why I feel the need to say it here. Uh, And I I sent uh, an email and apologizing for how things ended, my role in things. And, you know, obviously wish them all the best. And they responded, no apology to me, but it didn't, it didn't affect me. Since then, felt such a huge Release. I, I was actually able to let go of the situation and move forward. And so that's the, the power of apologizing. In Fishbowl, we have a question, who have you hurt the most and have you apologized? So I challenge all of our listeners today to ask yourself that question, who have you hurt the most or at all, and have you apologized? If not, clear your slate before 2018 and your conscious and your relationships. It's just, it's good form to hold yourself accountable for your wrongdoing and I don't know I just think there's strength in that and something beautiful so I just wanted to send that message out there for whoever needs it say you're sorry damn it that's definitely a good nugget to close on and as I mentioned about therapy it's sometimes you just need to get things off of your chest and give you an emotional release and apologizing for some of you is that release so definitely take time to ask yourself that question Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And of course, share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.